Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, hello, hello. This is Private Talk Podcast with Alexis Texas, and we are back season two. And today we have the privilege of having Ponce de Leon on the couch. Hello, hello. Welcome to Private Talk. Thank you for coming and joining us. Thank you for having me. So we want to know all about you, Ponce. You know, you're an artist, entrepreneur. You have several things going on, cooking up in your repertoire of things. And here at Private Talk, we want to get to know you a little bit more. What would you got to know? What do I want to know? Well, how did you start? Why are you sitting on my couch right now? (laughs) Why are people so crazy about what you're doing? Your fans want to know more about you. That's why you're here, because it's a private conversation where we don't know each other, but we're going to get to know each other a little bit more and intimately by the end of this conversation. So this is our warm-up session. So it's kind of like, you know, foreplay. So we're like foreplaying each other right now to this whole conversation of what inspired you to start music, to start doing your content creating, like all these things that you have going on. How did that start all right so um shit from the jump i grew up on the east coast you know what i'm saying i'm from la but i grew up on the east coast you know what i'm saying so you got that la swag with you in the east coast because you hell you know. yeah you get the east coast hustle that's what you get out there you know what i'm saying you know how to get to the bag and just you know what i'm saying you just hungry out there everyone on the west coast we just kid we, we cool and we high you know what i'm saying out there it's like I'm the same thing, but different. But it was Southern, you know, but I have the East Coast swag because my family's from New York, Bronx. You know? Oh, yeah, so yeah, it's yeah, like 100%. It's built into you. You don't, like, I was exactly. a military brat, so it came to, you know, that's where I was, you know. I feel it. My, yeah, my, my, so. my dad's from the military. I feel it a thousand percent. Yes, we travel when sometimes we don't want to. We ain't got no choice. <laughs> but you know what? It only makes us strong as individuals. I was lucky at the time that I was the last child, so I was stationed. I was born in Panama, but then we moved to Texas when I was uh I think three or so. So I only knew Texas, but my sisters moved around a lot more than I did. So it seems like, did the military take you to East Coast? Was it Virginia? You no, know, it was West Virginia. You know what I'm saying? So West Virginia is like, Virginia is here, but that's a whole nother state. West Virginia is like country, like, why, country, do, you, why white, do you like South Coast country? Like, you know, country when you talk about countries a little bit more slower, you more laid back. It, There's a lot of things that you, it takes a little bit more time to catch up. But that. the way that you describe it is very like so much in that like character of what it is. Yeah. <laughs> is it bringing <laughs> you, know you back like, to where it started from? To why? To why you're okay, like you know like, trickling your steps going yeah. <laughs> back away? Tell us so Texas like, about it. All right, you know what I'm saying. West Virginia is like. Um, I mean, for me, I always made music. You know what I'm saying? I was always like, I always wanted to do more. You know what I'm saying? I'm originally from so was LA. music in your background, or like, did you um, have family, or you just like, always like from young was like, you know, starting stuff. My dad always did music. You know what I'm saying? He was a DJ. You know what I'm saying? He he rapped, but like, that wasn't what motivated me to make it. You know what I'm saying? I uh, you know, so I, I did shit. I did band. I did choir. I did all that shit. I was just always musically talented, but with the rapping, it was like. For me, it was just always a way to get out of West Virginia. You know what I'm saying? Like West Virginia, it's not, when you say West Virginia, you don't think of, oh, they got rappers in West Virginia. Or there's been a rapper, there's never really been a rapper to make it out of West Virginia, you know what I'm saying? So it's like having that thought and that dream for me was like, it, it low-key it low made me like an outsider on the inside, you feel me? Because it's like there are people not really 
that's not what people are looking for. You They're know not thriving for that. Hell no. But do you think that it's because you also had like, you know, you're from LA. So you, you saw what it could be on the other side. Hell so some yeah, people, cause I, I myself is like, you know, I traveled a lot, you know, certain things or my family was from New York or whatever. So it's like, you see certain things that kids that you're like, that you're going to school with would never see or fathom in their mind to be like, I want to do more. So for me, I always felt like an outsider as well. It was like, I don't know why, but I know that I'm going to be successful and people are going to know my name. I don't know what for. I don't know anything. This was young, but this isn't it for me. Like, this is cool for now. And I appreciate where I'm from, because if not, like, I feel like a lot of more probably worse things could have been in a situation because I'm from a really small town of like 2200 people. But, you know, it's 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 how it it, it makes you 100 percent. That's either. I mean, it either make you or break you. You know what I'm saying? So. So you had that L.A. backbone, but you had that softness, you know, the sweetness, the the, the encouraging of like having like growing up and still being able to be a kid without being pushed in certain situations until it was ready for you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because my mom is like thoroughbred L.A. Like her my family is literally from Compton to Pasadena. Like so my mom, like even though I was on the East Coast, everything I knew, the way I thought my mindset was like thousand percent my mom. Just move different. Act like my dad. But exactly, move different. You know what I'm saying? Then everybody around me has always been like that. You know what I'm saying? So the same way you was like, you were like, oh, this going to get me out. Like, for my mindset was just like, all right, this shit going to get me out. Until it got me out. And the first place I went was London. How was the that most, experience? Most random shit ever. I love London. I worked in London. I did the babe stations over there for like probably over two years. Shit, so I, I was on Elite TV. Yes, I was. Studio 66. It came to a, a lot certain about things. That shit. But like I did that that in Australia for like over two years period of time. And um, it definitely taught me a lot about people, the industry. And I and I minored in sociology as well in college. And so for me, it was it was a it, it, it was more than just doing those late night calls and the shifts were not the greatest. It was from 10 PM to 5 AM in the morning. So you get the ones who are really naughty, really dirty, and you have an accent. So you have all kinds of things, but to enjoy London, you know, cause you're on those like things, whatever I was still would wake up really like I wouldn't I'd take a nap and then like enjoy some of the things I was there when like the Royal wedding was there. So you saw cool stuff, but London is Same definitely here. like a vibe. Like it's, it's a good vibe to experience the day I went, <clears throat> the day I went was when they were having their, uh, it was actually they were having their child. So it was like the same. And at the, me going out there, I'm not even thinking like there's a king, there's a queen, there's a castle. It's like this big ass gold castle. And like, there's. It's know, like a parade. Like you're like, why is this going on? And they're like, because it's, it's like yeah. a significant thing to them. But for us, <laughs> it's, it's not real. the same thing. That's how I was with the wedding. Like they closed down streets and whatever. And like, obviously you see in the social media and like the, in like news and whatever, what that means. But when you're in it, the, the ambiance, the energy, the like the, the vibe that you feel, you're like, I don't know why I love it here, but I love it. So for me, like, I enjoyed London in the best parts. So I have nothing but great things to say about it. Same here. The atmosphere, the story the people like that's I think that's what really like really really made me want to travel more it's just like once I went there and I realized how much more genuine people are outside I mean keeping the G outside the US people are a thousand times more genuine and more real than depending on where you are but yes depending on where you are but we speaking like London Australia 100 but it's also about the humbleness of who you are as a character of person because I've been in places that are not so that don't talk so well of Americans and they're like stupid Americans this or whatever because even in London there are certain people that do as well but it's they don't they want to they don't they they express themselves but they're not necessarily directing it towards me but they're saying as my kind of people you know what I mean what this so the narrative of is like big of whatever so I can appreciate it because what they're saying is I can understand it I try try not to be that because it's like you know sometimes people come off the wrong way that you don't want it to perceive in those things but they just think that we're very arrogant 
And a lot of people are, you know what I mean? Because we are entitled. And that's one of yeah, my biggest pet peeves 100%. in life and why I related maybe so much was because entitlement is one of the my biggest pet peeves. Like, I, I don't know how much, like, it just makes me so mad. But, like, it's just on, on, on every level, you know what I mean? But I could see why they would say those things. But you're like, well, but that's not me. I'm cool. You know, and then they talk to you for five seconds. They're like, yeah, okay, sure. yeah, you are. But Americans, fuck y'all. <laughs> Yo, I had the Dutch government steal money from me and returned it to me at the same time. Because my, my stupid ex-husband, yeah, fuck him, but yes. The Wait, what? So, okay, so... We were in, okay, let me think back because this isn't like, let me rewind in my mind for a minute. So like, uh, I think we were going to Amsterdam to, was it, Am no, Paris to Amsterdam. So we were going to Paris to Amsterdam on a train. So we went to the Hot Door Awards, which is an award show thing during like, uh, like it was the whole Paris show for the, you know, sex industry awards, whatever. So we did that experience that with our friends. Then we were going to go to our next destination, which was Amsterdam. So I had came from a, tr a work trip that I had money in my, my, my bag because I was dancing, so I had cash, and we didn't um, uh, convert it all. So it was in my cat. Anyway, so my cousin was had that backpack that had cameras, computers, all the important shit that you could fucking want to need in life was in that bag. He left it on a train. So when he realized, he was like, I don't have it. We had to call the train people, but that's not as easy as it is here in the U.S. So it was like, it was steps on steps. Finally, we had to take another train, meet the train where we were, got off and met them. But at the time that that had all happened, they changed it into, like the Dutch government changed it into the bank. This is how they get you. And they say, well, the, the currency or the exchange rate, you lost money doing it. But basically, they stole your money. And basically what they tell you is be lucky, bitch, that you have your stuff and just be grateful that you have even this amount of money and just walk away. Uh, and I yeah. was like, uh, what can what you, can you, you do? Say? So I fucking took the little money, the money that I had because it's better than nothing and went about my business. But you just know that they really aren't for us. So you got to like, you know, be a G and still, you know, ride the way that you accordingly want to be. Hell yeah, you ain't never lied. Never for us, man. We got to do what you got to do sometimes. So London was a good experience for you. I, I took over it. your whole Lauren Nick story, but I felt like it's that needed to be good. out for private talk. You know, there's, you know, it's having the the guests that I have, I feel like it sometimes entices stories of myself that they get to know me a little bit more, too. So thank That's you for I'm that. Saying. I'm trying to get to know you, too. So I'm, I'm kind of a cool ass bitch. I don't know if you can, you know, you know, there's a lot of fun stories. I'm trying to hear them. Let's get it. You know what I'm saying? This interview is about you, though. Fast so I need to know more stories about you that, like, you know, entices the stories about myself to pop up and make it organically, like, you know, a great private talk conversation. I got you right here. All right. So, you know, I don't know. From the music. So what's the best advice you've ever gotten, would you say? The best advice, mm -hmm. I would say, is the best quote. Your network is your net worth. And I say that, what I want to say, this was what, like 10 years ago, I feel like. And I drove from West Virginia to uh, Madison, Wisconsin for this show. You know what I'm saying? I paid to get in this show. Like, I'm about to go down here and win this shit. This is a music show for you to be a part of, okay? Yeah. It was really like The some only time scam I've ever shit. been there, I was at like Silk, you know, dancing, Gentleman's Club dancing. <laughs> she was in there going crazy, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they. I mean, it did rain there until Madison, Wisconsin. It's such a small stage, too. It was literally whack. I went down there. It was like some scam shit. The little hometown guy won. But the dude get on the stage at the end, and he start talking all this shit. I just remember this fat dude. I don't know his name. But then at the end of the shit, he said, your network's your network. I don't know why this shit stuck with me. 
But that's literally the most important thing I've ever been told for the simple reason that the people you kick it with and the people you know is depending on the quality of money you make and the quality of living you, you, you know what I'm saying? Facts. So it's like, for me, that's all I do every single day. That's how, that's how I got into like, you know what I'm saying? From music to tapping into the cannabis industry, you know what I'm saying? From the cannabis industry to, to like the marketing industry or social media, whatever the case it is. It's just like, for me, your network is your network. So shit, if I know everybody in the world, I talk to people from different countries every single day. You know what I'm saying? Why? Like shit, they got currency too. For sure, you treat you know people how people, you know, are people or people. We all put our exactly. pants on every single day, like one another. Like nobody is better than anybody. If you treat me with respect, I'll treat you with respect. Now, if you treat oh, yeah. me disrespectfully, then things can go a whole other situation. But in certain things too, it's like you know, you're mindful of your situations as well. You know, in my situation with the whole money thing, I, there was nothing. What the fuck am I gonna do? Fight a cop in another country? Mm-hmm. Get we need more money in a problem that we ain't know. I almost ended up <laughs> in that situation in London. My girl was like, "Nah, you don't want to do that." But that's the thing is like we think because we're so maybe not in I said earlier how the entitlement word whatever but from the US when you travel other countries we do realize your entitlement and that's I think what kind of made me move a little bit differently the more I traveled was because it humbles you a little bit more because your freedom isn't really as free as you believe it is. You know, and I think that unfortunately right. because of, you know, the U.S. right now, we're kind of seeing that a little bit more or whatever. But people have been living like that for a really long time and it doesn't make it right, wrong or anything like that. It's just the facts. And, you know, what I mean, sometimes right. it's like when I started traveling, it made me more, I feel, a well-rounded person because, you know, yes, I'm in an industry that makes, you know, great money. And I'm fortunate because I have fans and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm successful. But without them, I wouldn't be able to travel to those places. And when I saw those people and what they operate on and how they make their money and we're being tourists and those things you kind of humbleize yourself of like, that's the lay of the land of how they're really thriving and surviving. You know what I mean? And we take it for granted oh, and take yeah. it as a vacation spot. And so you, you just think of things differently, you know, and, and you, you move a little bit differently, at least myself, you know, and no, that's, that's it. real. Cause you gotta like, what people don't understand is like traveling is important because it takes experiences in order to actually like learn something new in order to actually gain something new. So if you're not traveling, you just sitting in the hood all your whole life. You sitting in the same place your whole life. Like what is there to gain? Feel me, there isn't really anything to gain. But when you leave, you see people are completely different. Like, like you going to the UK is like, you you literally dropping in a whole new atmosphere where it's like you're damn near an alien. So, what did the UK do for you? You said you had a great experience there. Did it make you more want to be creative? Did it make you, you know, do like a song that you did inspired you there um, that you released, or is like what? Did shit, Blended the UK. Do? I went out there. You know what I'm saying? I uh I tapped in with Tim Westwood. Tim Westwood like the biggest DJ in the UK. You know what I'm saying? So. I mean, she's been like the biggest hip hop influence DJ for the past 20 years. So I tapped in with him. Um, I had like, originally, like the day I went out there, I had this interview with him. Or not the day I went out there, but the, the first month I went out there. there. Yeah. Nah, this is nope. some, on some random shit. I met some chick. I went out there for the chick. But for some reason, my mind was like, instead of going out here to visit her, I'm like, I'm trying to get to the bag. You know what I'm saying? That's just how I think. Oh, well, I'm a Capricorn. You know what I'm saying? I can't help it. I think every son thinks that way if you're smart. I mean, I'm a yeah, hustler. You're smart. I'm a, you know, I'm an entrepreneur. Thank you. She didn't think I that way, like, though. You know, but she, she sometimes like, other people want other people to get the bag for them. I can get it myself, and I can I can use yours, too. But see, it's about an evolution of going further and going, you know. I like you. You know what I'm saying? That's the shit I like because, I don't know, she was like, nah, mm, But... Yeah, so anyway. So you did your interview. You interview, know. did the, you know what I'm saying? It was like interview freestyle shit, you know what I'm saying? I did that, I came back here. Uh, I, well, I did it, but the fact, like, when I did it, I still lived in West Virginia, you know what I'm saying? So I did it uh, two years in a row, you know what I'm saying? I came back, I tapped in with Snoop, I tapped in with. 
Would you yeah. say that that what kind of gave you like your? It gave me everything. Start? So like Tim Westwood is like the dude that when uh, when say say you blow up in the U.S. Not even it's like after you way after you blow up. You know what I'm saying? You famous as shit. Then he's like, all right, bring your ass to London, come freestyle for but me. You reversed it on him. Hell yeah, reverse as hell, because it wasn't no blow up, no nothing. It was like, I'm still a college student. I'm in fucking yeah. West Virginia at the time. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, Tim Westwood ain't never had no one from West Why Virginia. Why you say like, West Virginia like it's a dirty word? You better stop. Listen, <laughs> listen. Okay, I ain't saying, listen. Like I ain't going to say that. Like, I get what you're they, They're trying to get on me. They're like, you talking down? You talking down on us? No, nah, but you like, know what I'm saying? Like, it's one of those things, like, you... We all, I think, I think from anybody, even someone who was born in LA, I mean, or whatever, and whatever, you want to like go somewhere. You want to go. You, you know what I mean? Like, more. and West Virginia, I get it, isn't the place where there's a lot of stars, any stars doing anything, whatever. So it's a big accomplishment to get out of those things and become, you know, who you are. Of course, obviously. Yeah, so I understand definitely. the thing, but I feel like sometimes again, the same thing is we can't forget where we started, is because I think that maybe your hustle and your drive maybe came a little bit more, is because being in an oversaturated place. You know what I mean? Sometimes we get lazy. You're over there and you're like, you know what? I, there, there isn't a I'll whatever, but I'm, no I'm going to be. You know, exactly. So you have to make a move. You got to do 100%. something different. No, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, Shout out I, to West Virginia. I got you, West Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. No, you know what I'm saying? WV, WV, you know what I'm saying? You never forget where you came from. But it's just like once you get out of there and you realize how much more opportunity there is every single day. For sure. And LA is the hot spot to be. And you know what I'm saying? So like, you know, those prime places where you have most access to people who are like-minded like yourself to keep creating the content that you want to create. You know what I mean? It's more yeah. harder, I'm sure, to find a team That's of people what it is for to me. do the vibe of what your music or, you know, the cannabis things are like that. Like the more things are more advanced over here. Yeah. Um, but it takes more time, you know? It's yeah, unfortunate. It is, but you know, you know I think saying, that the world goes around at times or whatever. And at those times, if they want to vote or go that way, you know, it'll happen. If they, you know, they need to just say, people. pass it, let everyone on the East Coast get high. And if everybody get high, everyone cool. So is cannabis your main focus right now? You're the cannabis connoisseur. Yup. A hundred thousand percent. Okay. So tell me about that business. All right. So what we got in the cannabis business is Desert Desserts. You know what I'm saying? So Desert Desserts is a company out based out in Arizona. Um, what we do right now is TAC edibles. We do CBD edibles uh, simply because... Edibles are fucking fire. You know is it saying? something like you, it's like a pop-up shop or is something that you can like get into a store? You do like events or like what kind of um, thing do you have going so on? So right now we do uh, we do the pop-up shops. We do the events. Uh, but right now we're white labeling some of our stuff so we can actually get it into the stores. Awesome. We're doing, uh, we got hella gummies, but we're trying to turn it into, I keep saying we, it's really me. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to turn it into basically, you know how you have like wrap snacks? Mm -hmm. So basically you take wrap snacks. You're doing weed snacks. But these is weed snacks that is bomb. You know what I'm saying? Every last one of them is bomb. But then you actually putting the time into the culture, like like every single art. Look, so you got, say you got a, I'm going to give you an edible. Boom, this is how we do it. It's exactly how I do it. I'm here with Alexis, Texas. I'm going to create you an edible, me right? Something now. All right. Yeah, Will you sell, private talk, you better hey, listen look. to the man. You better listen to him. This All right, here we it. go. This The numbers is crazy, too. Okay, oh, let's, my see, let's see what you're talking about. But Pete Gaino, so say like, we do a bunch of like custom edibles, you know what I'm saying, for these artists or whatever. So say you got Alexis Texas. Small shit. Uh uh cream pie in the porn game. Very common word, right? right. I don't think it's common word, but we all know what that means. We all know what the hell we all cream know what that pie means. means. And then triple X world, yes, one hundred cents pot. Yes. Okay, so then you take 
you know what a cream uh, like a cream pie? Are is? you really That's asking Miss Texas on no, my no, pie, no, okay, on my, no, pie, no. On my podcast? Know you know what what a cream pie is? You better hey, check listen. yourself, Ponce. I hey, know no. that you know that I'm a real one, and if it ain't right now, I'm gonna tell you right now that you should know that Miss Texas will know what any sexual thing is in a cream pie. Hey, I listen. So that's perfect then. So okay. that's why you take that. You put you your like the face on it. it. You like the passion? Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm about to make her edible at the end of the day. <laughs> so you take that. You take your face on it. Maybe your ass. I don't know. One of your crazy poses, face and your ass. Both I them. mean, their best. <laughs> my best selling points are both. You know, you can't have one without the other, motherfucker. <laughs> both of them shots. And then both you take the them. same. You get a snack. You know what I'm saying? You got a cream pie. You, you got oatmeal cream pies. You got peanut butter cream pies. Blah, blah, blah. You know, what I'm you know so what's you got, really funny? What's up? Is like that was my favorite snack as a kid. Was <laughs> <laughs> was the oatmeal raisin, like the cream. The, what it's is a it? Wrap. Little, little Debbie thing, right? Yeah. And the fucked up part is, and I think I want to say so this story, but if not, we're fucking retelling it anyways. So the story was, is I used to eat those things all the time, and then like there, I had this one boyfriend, and he, was, I was like, I don't know why we started talking about it, but I was like, yeah, that's my favorite thing. He's like, yeah, I can tell. I never eat that thing ever again. And I was like, this bitch ass <laughs> motherfucker just told me that he can tell that I ate my little debbies how offended so i never ate them again but hey maybe if it's an edible i will maybe rethink the the plan okay, maybe so listen, maybe by, maybe by the, t- by the end of this day i will have something that works not real shit i need a stake in a company i need some thing. royalty yep. i need to like i need some regular bitch that's just gonna let you do it off my name because i'm that bitch and i got a big booty and a face so don't you play with the real one okay Hell no! Listen, I like to get. I told you I'm a Capricorn. I like to get money. I'm a Gemini. I, like I don't know what the Capricorn means. Capricorn I don't have any mean. Capricorns in my life. For real, you then, need some. It just means. What is your birthday month? January seventh. It just means business, money, business, money. And if you ain't about it, get the fuck out the way. No, I don't think I have any Capricorn. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. I don't be worried about. But nothing I feel else. like a lot of other signs are business oriented. Myself, I'm a Gemini and I'm a hustler. I've been a hustler since day one. I'm self made. Nobody's ever made I me. Respect it. My best like friend, Gemini. I, you know, I came up. In a situation that people still talk shit to me this day, but I'm still true to myself, and nobody can tell me any different that I'm, I don't stray any other way but the truth. So, yes, you know what I'm mean, saying. Gemini's are real. We definitely y'all are. I be having some crazy thoughts sometimes, but y'all are real. Tell me something that everybody talks about and hypes up that you think is overrated. Shit, I have no fucking idea. It could be like. COVID, it could be like vaccines, it could be like social, I mean, like uh, cancel culture. Oh, it could yeah, be COVID like, is complete bullshit. It could be, yeah, let's like, talk about COVID right fast. That's complete bullshit. Why do you think it's bullshit? Because I didn't live did the you, Did you catch it? Did you have anybody nah. around you catch it? So, look, I didn't catch it. I know my brother and him got like sick before it actually happened. My brother think he got it. You know what I'm saying? This was like West Virginia but he shit. Thought he got it. He didn't get like an actual test that said it. No, nah, because Pete like, Gang. He this was before it even like popped. This was like December, January. So like this is when they, right before they said they they said uh, it, it was already out, but no one knew, knew it. about it. Yeah. But then they also said West Virginia was the state that did not have it. However, he, him got him, he got literally 15 days. He was like literally, I felt like I was gonna die. Him, my mom got then it. And you still think that that's fake? No, so they, I don't know, but you see, I don't know 100% what this was. But after that, it's like, I come out here, I moved to AZ for last year. AZ, they ain't no one wearing masks in Arizona. Yeah, but they had a big outbreak. Man, they had a bunch of numbers. That's about it. Ain't nobody, I've never seen one sick person in Arizona with that shit. Maybe, they just, you, maybe you don't have a lot of friends. 
I got everyone in Arizona is in the club. <laughs> Listen, if you've seen Arizona during COVID, all you got to do is look on you know, Twitter. I don't really frequent Arizona maybe enough, but it's just really fucking hot there. But It's um, hot as shit. I went there like, I feel like I've been there twice in my life. And uh, it was like a convention. Like, I feel like, I want to say internet of some sort, but it was hot. And then it like hailed, and then it hailed, <laughs> and then it was thunderstorming, and then it was sunny, and then I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" And then yeah. my lease up, I'm coming back to California. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, LA weather is, you know, it's not like that, but it's you know, it's a little tricky. But, but it's I mean, way like, better than any place that, that I've lived. You know, I've been in Texas. Um, you know, it's I've hottest, been in Texas. I love Texas humid. though. I love Texas too. But you know, right. I definitely, I recently thought about moving back there, and then I got like it was during the freeze thing in February, and they like kept me for like 10 days and i was like uh, i don't want to be held captive here okay. it was one of those things i was like how and when i've been in more snow in places in canada and whatnot or whatever and i'm stuck in a state that doesn't know how to deal with ice on a fucking road like i can't deal yeah no That's sorry texas bad. i love you but i mean i maybe one day still i'll have maybe have a vacation home there somewhere on a lake Texas got all the most small ass back roads and shit back roads is what i grew up on that's how i learned how to drink alcohol like yeah, by driving me too. i mean that, i don't I, drink and drive anymore but at a young age i definitely was a pro at it isn't that what everybody isn't that what everybody says i feel like god damn you're right i definitely never got a dui knock on neither wood. have i knock on what i don't know that this is all fake wood, wood. i mean god Dang it. I don't know about that I either. I, I got some. It might be. I got, you know, my spirit guides are following me. We're, we're going to be good. I, but I've obviously, too, it's like when you're younger, you, you're like, you don't think about things as much as you do. And you don't have as much to lose at those times. Now, like, I definitely made poor choices. In my 20s, I've been saved by a lot of things. Um, very grateful. Uh, but I, now it's like, I, I would rather Uber. I live in a place where those luxuries are here, so why not? Uh, and plus, well just parking in LA sucks too. Like, I would rather just get out of the car and be like, see Listen, you later. And then it's like a whole new shit. person. <laughs> it's like, I, I used to get so really many tickets in LA. It was retarded. But see, that's what I'm saying. Like, even to even find something and then you think you're good and then you come out 20 minutes and later or whatever and good. then you're not. Oh, and it's just shitty. So, like, I mean, not to my errands and they like that, but like even something like this, I would have Ubered. I'm not trying to like get into this. Oh yeah, I Uber out this motherfucker. What's the craziest interaction you've ever had with a fan or celebrity? The craziest interaction I ever had with a fan. Let's or get celebrity. both. Let's do both. Let's do a craziest interaction with a fan first. I don't even the craziest interaction with a fan. Like you didn't have like something crazy happen to you that you're like, whoa, like, mm, or like you maybe felt humbled by it, or it was totally off top that you're like, wow, I wasn't expecting that, or like anything crazy. I feel like it would be some shit that I thought was negative, and it was positive. Nah, it was just like weird as shit. <laughs> um, I don't know. It was just mad weird. I was going. I had an event one night, uh, and it was. It was just like back in West Virginia, you know what I'm saying? And I'm literally just now about to walk in. And I see this dude that I, I felt like, I don't know if dude was on drugs or what it was. Probably was. He probably was, you know what I'm saying? But I thought I knew him, you know what I'm saying? Regular dude. But the way he came up to me was like, he low-key came up to me and praised me like a god. And like, a, it was just weird as shit. Because it's like, a, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to the event, pack line. And he went into me, and then when I tried to stop him, like, bro, chill out, chill out, chill out. Dude, like, end up, like, low-key, not breaking into tears, but, like, low-key end up breaking into tears, you know what I'm saying? 
got pissed like, off at me. But was he saying anything when these he tears was, were happening? Or was he like, was he having a mental breakdown? Or was he genuinely in the moment of being nah, like, he went you from changed being, my life, homie. Like, I heard whatever you said. and I. Da, 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 it da, went from that like, to like him being low-key like pissed off mad type shit because I'm still like bro what the like I'm low key like what the fuck is wrong wrong with you you know what I'm saying oh you weren't receiving his feelings nah cause at first I was just like bro just chill out you know what I'm saying cause one thing I don't like when I go out is when people try to talk business to me or try to talk all this extra shit you know what I'm saying if I'm out I just like to chill you know what I mean if you see me out talk to me like regular person you feel me I like to chill but some people like to approach you on that extra shit but the way he did it for me was just like yo chill out chill out chill out and then it turned into like literally, like I said, I don't know if he was on drugs or what the shit was. Everyone looking at me, I'm looking back at this guy. It to me, it was just like, did you it give him weird. a hug? No, nah, hell no, hell no. I'm, look, rude. What if he gave you a no. hug? He, he might have, a but like, hug, not from you. Man, listen, <laughs> I don't condone drugs. I smoke weed. That's okay. it. Weed don't make me do no weird shit. Right? Alcohol's a drug. Alcohol make you do weird shit. I don't think he was on alcohol though. Okay, so it was a little bit more. I think that was on. I don't know. We was in West Virginia. It could have been anything. What kind of drugs are they doing out in West Virginia? Oh my God! Is that a question? Yeah. Everything. Like, but I mean, like, okay, like uh, every pill. Oh, pill. I was gonna say like, so like heroin. Are they lean? Like, are they falling asleep? Man, listen, her- West like, Virginia, I mean, like, unfortunately, you know what I'm saying. Rest in peace to the. You know what I'm saying. West Virginia has everything. You know what I'm saying. Heroin, the pills, the fucking, uh, fentanyl. You know what I'm saying, like. Yeah, everything it's, is it's, there. it's crazy because even like here, like it's one of those things that you've seen. I've been over I've been down in here for like over eight years. And like as it's, you know, the progression of the years, you could see kind of like the people who like with drug. Now it's all young people who are doing I don't even know what kind of drugs they've got needles <laughs> in their arms they are doing kind of like whatever that it, it's just, it's just you just don't know. But it's way more younger people, and I think it's because also the pandemic has happened, where a lot of people are homeless because they couldn't afford, they didn't, they lost yeah. their jobs, they couldn't have you know places to stay, so they are on the street and whatever, and that's why there's encampments everywhere. And it's I like, feel like it's it's, uh, it's, cool it's crazy. To, Even Venice, Venice Beach is like completely taken over by. It's cool to like. I mean, I'm not gonna say it's cool, but like, that's what it seems like. Like it's cool to experiment with drugs nowadays. Like I didn't grow up on that shit. You know what I'm saying? I grew up like, that shit bad, that shit bad, that shit'll kill you. That's how my mom described drugs, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, I smoke weed. But growing up in West Virginia, I really see, you know what I'm saying? Like, I done got hella friends that have passed over this, this, and this, because, like, that's literally, that's the lifestyle there, you know what I'm saying? For sure. And I think a lot of times, too, it's one of those things in that point when it's, like, pharmaceutical drugs. It's, like, people get prescribed things so easy these days where it's, like, so so highly addictive. You know, I've had family members... That have you know had a knee surgery, this whatever, and then uh, you know before they know it, they're hooked on oxy, and then it's a whole thing. It ruins their life. Like it becomes a whole you know a whole thing. So it's you know it's very um, common, unfortunately. You know, the doctors be doing it for sure because they business. want money. It's, yes, a, it's, it's a money game. Crazy for sure. business, man. If people came with a warning label, what would yours say? Hmm, don't try me. <laughs> <laughs> don't try him. You heard private talk. Don't try him. Just real simple. Don't try me. I'm crazy. You know what I'm saying? I'm what is crazy. your go-to strategy for success and achieving your goals? My go-to strategy for success? Strategy. My go-to strategy is for real just strategy, strategy and execution. You know what I'm saying? Stick to the script. But, I mean, I'm sure you had to have some kind of game plan. You know, like you said, you, you, know, you came 
from out, you know, LA, but you were raised in West Virginia. You knew, you know, there wasn't those type of rapping and people coming out of the things that you wanted to do. So what kind of like things did you have to put in place in your life that you had to do every day to make you execute your goals? I mean, realistically for me, it was just like, I mean, shit, all I really ever had stopped keeping me back from anything. Literally my family, you know what I'm saying? School and stuff, school and things like that. So I pretty much sacrificed all of that. You know what I mean? Not to say I sacrificed my family, nothing like that, but I sacrificed being with my family, watching my- The time my, spent with exactly, your craft. Exactly, the time, exactly. So I, I literally, I was gone 24 seven, you know what I'm saying? Like my mom would tell you, I was always gone. You know what I'm saying? The, time, the moment I, I was out of school, it was like a month later, I'm like, I'm getting the fuck out of West Virginia, you know what I'm saying? I'm off from LA. So like, I feel like more than anything, the missing that time right there, that shit was like, that shit affect me, you know what I'm saying? Cause I see my nieces and my nephews are now like, oh, this shit. My nephews like got these basketball highlights and shit and everything. I'm like, God damn, I'm missing out a lot of time. But like I had to sacrifice a whole lot of that to get to where I needed to be, you know what I'm saying? To get to even a point where like, my sister just moved to AZ, you know what I'm saying? My sister wouldn't be in AZ if it wasn't for me, you know what I'm saying? Even though I'm talking about moving out, I got my sister, I got my brother there, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like my niece and nephew there. So it's like being able to sacrifice there at the time I, then, then you know what I'm saying, made a lot of things, everything better now, you know what I'm saying? So I, for me it worked out, but it's just like, you know what I'm saying? That's 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 how life go. You already know it's a hustle. For sure. I feel like, you know, in any, you know, thing that you do to be successful, you there are sacrifices to be made. You know, and uh it's unfortunate yeah. sometimes, but then that's also when you realize when you grow and those things is making better choices to not sacrifice as much because you put certain things into other things when the right. time is right. You know what I mean? And that's but it all takes time. That's you know? the balance. That's what I'm trying to get right now, the balance right there. That's important. Would you say that you have a social media weakness? Is there one social media thing you do more than the other? If it's for work, if it's because you're trolling on memes, is there anything? Um, I'll be looking at way too many female. That shit just too Females easy. are as a weakness for you. Listen. So you have many, 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 many subscriptions of OnlyFans. No, I don't. Listen. You subscribe to Pornhub. No, none of it. <laughs> I don't subscribe. You have girls sending you nasty videos. Okay, sometimes that shit happens. <laughs> you know, Snapchat still be popping, you know what I'm saying? There's a fan central. It's a paid one. People do naughty things like that. Fan central. I might get on fan central and check that shit out. Because right people like the Snapchat thing. It goes away, you know? I'd be like, nah. People don't like to be caught up. You know I don't like when that shit disappear. I need that shit to stay. That yeah, shit make me like mad. I'd be like, can you send me another picture right there? i put that in you my pocket. You, you lighter jacket. Look, you lighter jacket. You try to lighter jack my Ben Baller Hold one. On. This is a hot commodity private shit, talk. Like you try to Ben Baller did the chain and steal it from me. I need another blunt. And I need to light this again, too. What was the question you even asked me just now? I don't even remember what you asked me. You know what? I need to get high. I thought you already said I saw your social media weakness. Yeah, really just the females, man. But females. I feel like... I, I said your OnlyFans. <laughs> you said you didn't have OnlyFans subscriptions. You said you don't have Pornhub subscriptions. I, you know what I'm saying? You know, I do be having on the OnlyFans, but I delete the shit. You from a girl, but Only you were going to go to Fan Central because, you know, you could delete it because you don't want to get caught up. Does that mean you're I don't got no one to get caught up with it, though. No, I actually, I don't have no one to get caught up with. I'm you're not in an entanglement hell. of any sort that if nope. they heard this, you know, private talk podcast, that they'd be like, he did not claim me and I am <laughs> upset. He already doesn't post me on his Instagram, <laughs> but now he didn't even tell me and claim me when Alexis texted. Just ask him a question. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> I told you that was a real one. Man, you know what I'm Baby. saying? I don't think anybody has Baby. shit to get mad about.
It's Alexis, Texas. Fuck it. <laughs> no, man. So no, no ladies out there. Nobody, man. I'm cool. You have a roster? Of course. Is it like three or five? Is it like a basketball it's team more or like three, three rotation? Because, you know, that's really hard to keep up with after a time. You know what I mean? We're busy people. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you can only do too much when you're being a creative mind and you got to be creative. You yeah. Wanna like Especially like with people. I mean, I guess everybody, both sides, but female be wanting 100% of your attention. I had a couple crazy girls like that in AZ. And I'm just like, yo, you're a fucking nut. Like, but why are they crazy? Because they want your attention all the time? Because they crazy when they don't understand that. I cannot spend every moment of the day with you when I'm trying to. Are you dictatizing these people? Listen, no, hold on, hold on. No. Are they addicted to you and you're they, like sweet? The dick way? definitely because do that something does to different, them. But, but, I can see if you was dicking them down every night, boom, bow. But if you just dicking them down like it's a once in a once in a blue moon thing, why is you in love? Not why is you in love, but why are you going crazy? Okay. I mean, I got some. I mean, listen. Some of these girls is crazy. I'm like, is the dick that good? It might be. Okay. Maybe I should get OnlyFans. So there's a lot of variations that you have. Let's be honest, because I've never seen your dick. I don't know your dick game. <laughs> I don't know nothing about your dick. I never know nobody that fucked you. I don't know no stories. I don't know nothing. God damn. But what had happened was when <laughs> girls... <laughs> Either, there's a lot of variables oh, in the game. Shit. So they either like you and either what you could do for them, and the dick is either mediocre and you probably laid it down or whatever, but they still want to repeat offend because they like the whole thing, right? That's someone that's probably like the solid version, you know, that's the solid you can, can start with, right? But that's usually a rare commodity these days because most people are full of shit. They just want something from us, nice. I feel. So then there's the ones that just want to be fucked. And some don't get fucked really good or very often, as much as that may sound crazy and as thoughty as they no, will be. Right. So right. when you actually finally lay down pipe, dick, whatever, game over. then they're like, oh, my God, because they probably don't get it that often that they're like, if it's that once in a while, so if you lay it, you know, whatever. Or they just, I don't know. <laughs> no, that's definitely But most it's true. It. But a lot of people, I feel like, or not people, women, we were like women are way more emotional about sex and feel like in the feeling point, even as much as it can be a fuck buddy or whatever. So like there's other things on top of it as much as it'd be like, yeah, just fuck me. Call me. Da, da, da. Nah, they want more things to it. Most times, nine times out of 10. Nah, there are the right. ones that are real sometimes that they just really want to be fucked. That's why I did porn. I, that was, I was like, like, I'm tired of being the one that just want to be fucked and you're calling me something that I'm not. I don't even fuck about you, but I'm going to do porn. I'm going to make a lot of money. You stay here. And I'm going to go back Point Get to the bed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But again, nobody forced me to do it. It was because I was, I was a highly sexual person, but I also saw what the game was. People view sex very differently. You know what I mean? So it's, like some, it's, very, it's either emotional or physical. You know, it's very rare to get both. I feel that 100%. You just explained the shit out there. You're welcome. You I that. just saved you the years of therapy. You <laughs> did that for real. I'm, next time, when he's, I'm, instead of calling him crazy next time, I'm like, all right, I understand you. You know what, baby? <laughs> if you if you want to be crazy, if, if you want to be you for a little bit, I'm going to let you be you. you but be you. I may not call you back. But see, this is where men fail. You like the crazy. So you call back because you know what? If she really liked me, she'd be going to be crazy all about it anyways. If she didn't, she wouldn't be calling and texting me. So y'all feed into that bullshit too. So you enable the crazy. So the crazy just goes crazier because she's like, okay. but he loves me. He bought me this. He gave me good dick again after I called. Niggas be bored, man. Niggas be bored. And when niggas get bored, they dick just get like that. And they just want so some you, pussy. So you go through the Rolodex of pussy. 
You know what I'm saying? I just, listen, I didn't say me. I'm just saying niggas in general. But other people. Usually, no, that, that usually means that there's a mixture of your truth, your friend's <laughs> truth, and a halfway truth in the whole motherfucking thing. I mean, I feel like that's everybody, though. You get bored. So, you now, you're throwing, so now you're throwing everybody <laughs> in the mix because you don't want to be the hey, one listen. who's singled out in this situation. <laughs> I see, Ponce. I see no. what you're trying to do. You can't, you can't out, you know, you can't out podcast me. You know, right. I'm a podcast queen. I got this in the All bag, I'm homie. All I'm saying is everybody like to get some little, you know what I'm saying, of course, but it's identifying what that little something means to somebody. To you, yeah, it to may me, be, like, hey, I just want to come. I want to come in your mouth. I want to come in your pussy back. Whatever the fuck your situation is. I feel like is. every time I fuck, but I'm making a porno. But other girls are like, if I make him come, he's going to fall in love with me. He may not think that I'm the one, but I'm going to be That's the one or whatever. What and thinking. people really think that. Oh, one day if I just hold it down and I just deal with all his bullshit, I'm going to be that one he picks. Nah, bitch. If you don't pick me now and forever, not to me. That's definitely what they be thinking. But that, I mean, real right. talk though. But I mean, I even did. for you as a man, like, let's be honest, you're single, so you should be able to talk freely. Where it comes to the point, it's like, it's not maybe because that's like, you're like cold blooded like that, but that's the truth. If you really wanted to put the time into a female to make her your queen, this or whatever, you would do it off top. You wouldn't give it two, three oh, years yeah. on whatever. Like you would know what you saw in the beginning. But people sometimes kind of put things a little bit, you know, more work into things and then you just prolong it because it's easy. So you just... I feel like I know from the jump. You heard him, you know, I'm just saying. Shut I'm, up. I'm not gonna My ex is in the UK and shit, you know what I'm saying? She in the just UK. Just so I have UK, UK fans. Yeah, that's oh, what I told you. I love a few. She said, I got UK. <laughs> you got fans everywhere. What the hell? Shit. Hey, private talk. I hope you're liking and subscribe talk. to this episode, this podcast, because, you know, it's always a good time with Miss Texas, but I've enjoyed getting to know you a little bit more, but we're going to get to know you a little bit more with Truth With Texas. Right. Truth With Texas. Are you ready? Do you need a break? Do you want to, like, regroup? Do you want to, like, <sighs> what, what you talking about? What should I do? Should I take a shot? The blunt you want me to take, so take, take a shot with you? We can oh, take, yeah, a, little, we take, take a, a break. We can take a break, reset, and we'll do Truth With Texas. How about that? I'm with that. All right, Private Talk, I hope that you are liking this episode. Make sure, sure that you comment below and subscribe to this channel. And uh, we're going to take a little break, and we'll be back for Truth With Texas. Miss Texas. So how this game is going to be is called Truth With Texas. There's four aces. Each ace is a different suit. So each suit is a different type of question. We have spicy, romantic, kinky, and naughty questions. So you're going to pick each card, and I'm going to ask you a couple of questions. Are you ready? Ready. Let's get All right. It. First card. Mm. Ace of. What we got? What we got? Are you gonna tell Spade. me? Spade. Spade. You're starting with our favorite one, which is the naughty question. Oh, Are you a naughty person, Pond? Hell yeah. Oh, <laughs> naughty. All right. <sighs> Spit or swallow. Swallow that shit. Loud or quiet during your orgasm. Loud. I want to hear that shit. Favorite place to have sex? The fucking balcony. Balcony. So you're that like an exhibitionist. Fire. You like to fuck outside. Okay. You like an audience. Low key, you want, yeah. You want somebody to clap for you. Like, no, nah, no one Not even got to see cheeks. that shit. You want people to be like, hey. It, it's the fact that they can, someone can see you. And know you that just that turns you on. Ah, hell yeah! An but also like being on the balcony and being able to see the views and shit. Like you hitting it from the back, she just looking over the views, titties bouncing, ass bouncing, the views. 
It's like that shit. Titty ass shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> that shit fire, man. The ambiance here. Yeah, you like it. You like it. Hey, if you don't want to be a freak and you want to stay in the house, you got to fuck with another nigga. My bad. One night stand. Is that something that you usually like to do? Or are you, you are you repeating that roster that you go in a I cycle mean, of? Nah, I, I wouldn't really say one night stand. I feel like a lot of the, a lot of female that that probably would have been like a one night stand, I end up turning them into like wifey a side hell piece. no like nah like a, a worker or some shit like a worker a, you go from i want to fuck yeah. you maybe i ain't gonna fuck you but i got a job for nah, you no because <laughs> hell yeah because here peep game you fuck these female and I then mean, like I, you I, said I, earlier they it'd be like this they they want to fall so fast and it's like all right i so fuck you with you heavy someone to work with you that's still like entranced in you but still like you know i want to fuck with somebody that want to get some money with me but don't like Nowadays, a lot of females are just like so laxed on kick back, let this nigga do everything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The last chick I was with, she's lame ass chick. You know what I'm saying? I said it lame ass a little bit, goddamn. Okay, that came out out that time. Okay. Man. But on some real shit, but like a lot of females want to kick back, let a nigga do all this and shit, but like, we're the ones that, you know what I'm saying? Like you just said, you you do, you independent. You do all this yourself. You get your own money. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the shit I like. So it's like, if you come up from me, and you don't have this or you can't even really do nothing for me. It's like, all right, then that shit was nothing but pussy. So okay. we might as well make some money. But can I ask you a real question, though? So you saying that you obviously in some you know level have a category of type of woman that you want. But do, are you choosing those type of women to put yourself in that situation? Because if somebody already doesn't have something going for them or is ambitious enough to, new, like, to do that and you're already fucking with them on an outside level, what makes it to be the point where you think that you're going to put them on or not? Or that they should have it themselves? Because Unfortunately, some people even the like ones that. that have it have been fucking lunatics. I've so been you've like, tried both sides of the spectrum? Hell yeah. I've been and, like, you, and you haven't liked either one? You know what I'm saying? That's so why I'm just maybe like, that is, I, obviously, again, you, while you're single, whatever. I don't think that it's something that's you know there. There has to be a happy medium for yourself and where you're going in your career as well. That's right. someone that is going to elevate you and also not make you feel like it's in a trap situation. A and something that's something that you could be vulnerable in is because that's when you can give your best self. If it's something that's just situational. It's always going to be situational. Like everyone can get their dick sucked, their pussy sucked, whatever the fuck they want to do, and orgasm, and that's cool. But it's what you take away from it from those vulnerable moments, as in with a partner, is what you yeah, take. Yeah, that's different. But if you're not saying. ready for any of that, then that's also why people are are allowed. I mean, I had that shit, but it just be, like. But you also just call her a lame ass bitch. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's that's different. I, I, you know, what I'm saying that. Yeah, that's different. Because to me, <laughs> if you're calling one. someone lame, that means that you chose to get in that situation because she was already that female before that you already chose to get hey, in that she situation. Was lame as you fuck wanted before. to ignore the red flags. Okay, so and when you I was done the with her, the pussy was good, so the you kept going <laughs> and you kept doing it, and so she was a rider and she still stood beside she you. She wasn't lame so when I was like, done with her, but when I met her, she was lame as shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, she lame as hell, but you know what I'm saying? She got leveled up, but she's still lame. You feel me? I feel you, but I'm just saying is, but why I ask those situations with a man is like, because I'm a female, obviously. So for me, it's like certain situations that you say you don't want to be in, you already put yourself in that kind of knowingly, but fact. you may not, whatever. You know what I mean? So it's like. Yeah, you're right. God damn it, she's right. Man, you know what? I'm going to just be a porn star. Fuck it. Is that something that you aspire to be? Yeah, big P. <laughs> 
Are you jokingly hey. because you're talking to Miss Texas about that? Or is it like, you know? I'm just Have you made your own home videos prior to? I feel like that. I feel like we all did that shit. I feel like that was like a. I never made a home video before I made a for video. For real? Yeah. Man, college, we was going crazy. Crazy. So you, you like have OnlyFans content for people. Man, we was saying. doing that shit before OnlyFans was a thing. I remember one time, you know, yeah, before it was a thing. You know what I'm saying? But at that time, it was like no one was thinking like, oh, we going to put our shit on the internet and be famous. Niggas was thinking like, man, we not about to fucking put this shit on the internet. I remember I cussed my nigga out one time. He put some shit on the internet. Had everybody in school questioning me about some little... Man, what we, were you doing? Man, we fucked these... Okay, we started in the car, start fucking these chicks, go in the room, we fucking these chicks. This nigga recorded... The, this is the weirdest shit I've ever seen in my life. I had no iPhone. This nigga recorded the whole shit. I'm fucking this chick. He fucking this chick. He got a whole laptop. He got his whole little recording. He's recording the whole shit on his laptop. I'm, I'm faded. Recording on a laptop. A lap, listen, that, that hitting it from the work. back like this. <laughs> nigga and crazy. he's fucking too? <laughs> Hell yeah. Lil CJ, craziest nigga I ever met in my fucking life. Lil CJ with the big laptop. <laughs> Lil CJ with the big laptop. I mean, that's God a dedication. Damn. I mean, I don't know how he did that shit. I never even would have thought to do that shit. I would have been like, oh, yeah. I would have just pressed record and set that bitch over there and we just got that one stellar shot. That nigga got that real shit, that porno shot. He was like, yeah. <laughs> the porno shot. I like it. OnlyFans before OnlyFans. Shout out to little CJ. <laughs> <laughs> Next card. Ace of clubs. The ace of clubs is a kinky question. Mm. Mm. Kinky. I feel like you're a pretty kinky person. Yeah, I think I'm a little weird. Have you ever been caught masturbating? Hell no. Nah. So you're like a sneaky, sly masturbator. <laughs> you always get the job done like you're a sniper when it comes to masturbating. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I ain't masturbating in public and shit. I ain't walking around in Well, no one said that, but like people can walk in your room. Even when you were younger growing up, oh, your mom yeah, I mean, never I walked in. Like, nah. Your girlfriend never walked in and be like, why were you fucking me? Why are you watching Alexis Texas porno? Yeah, that happens. No, that never happened to me right there. <laughs> <laughs> Sheesh, so, your porno's be no. doing it to him, huh? <laughs> Have you ever watched Alexis Hell Texas yeah, porno? Hell yeah, stop playing. We don't add me. Why do I got to play you? It's an honest conversation. You hey, know, listen, we just meeting people Have here. you ever met a black guy that's never watched an Alexis Texas porno? I mean, they lie to me and tell me no. That niggas is capping. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> like, I always believe everybody what they say, though, because people are like, I, even like people that I like met, uh, whatever, I'm like, they say they don't really watch porn to where they would know a certain person's name, but they watch porn. You know what I mean? Man, listen. So it's like, my thing is, I got to respect that because sometimes it's not like they're searching Alexis sex every time. They may see me, but they don't know my particular Man, scenes. listen, every nigga so, on planet Earth knows who Alexis Texas is. Blank, blank period. If you say you don't, you are capping. You heard it here at Private Talk. Okay, I appreciate that. You know what I mean? I don't ever speak that humbly of myself because I did the porn, I did the scene, and I appreciate the fans 1,010%. But I didn't do it for that applause. I was having a great time doing it. And <laughs> I enjoyed my, um, I learned a lot about my myself and my sexuality and like things that like I don't think I would have learned if I wouldn't have been in the adult business. And it gave Straight me up. the freedom to have my like, like um, femininity to the world. And, you know, and I learned a lot of great things. So like, I don't take anything back and I'm very, you know, fortunate for my fans that I have. But for me, I also too, it's like, oh, he don't know me. 
You know what I mean? Like, because, you know, you don't. And I, and I don't try yeah, to be like, like I'm not hell, like, though, hey, why. everybody knows me. Some people do, but I'm also, too, haven't done scene in, like, three to almost four years. So it's like, you know, I'm not currently active either. So it's one of those things as well. So you still, you got that, like, you know what I'm saying? You didn't. You didn't did your shit. I don't put in my time. You, you like you know, the LeBron of the porn game. You know what I'm saying? You didn't. You, didn't you know, did we damn graduated thing. the same time. Yeah. You know, LeBron, bro? Oh, yeah, yeah. See what I'm saying? Let's go. Hey. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Okay. LeBron, Bron of the porn game. Whew. Most uncomfortable place you've ever had sex? The bathroom floor. Have you ever been a part of the Mile High Club? I don't know what's the Mile High Club. That means you have sex on an airplane. No, but uh, that I shit would be fire. How the fuck time. you do that? Where you do that shit at? In the seat? In the bathroom? Where the fuck you do that shit at? I mean, my my situation the was jet. in a seat, but some people do it in the bathroom. It just depends on what airline, nah, what time. Bathroom, Nowadays, shit. a lot of things, there's a lot of, like, things. It is, this was, yeah. <laughs> I never, I, no, I never, I need to get on the Mile High Club ASAP. It's a oh. tricky thing, you know what I'm saying? Like sometimes you can get away with like a girl putting like a like a blanket over your lap and doing a handy, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you could definitely get off with that <laughs> shit. I'll you know, do different that strokes for different it. folks. Who literally. wants to? Hey, I'm buying a flight tonight. Let's get Private it. Private talk. You heard him. You know what I mean? We're, this isn't real time, <laughs> but club, if you baby. comment or if you go into his DMs, you do any of those things, hey. he will facilitate. Slide in He's the DM. Single. He's single. I'm a slide right back. A slide to the left, slide to the right. Me slide everywhere. Who knows where he's going tonight? Oh shit! So you rapping now? Oh, we gotta go to the studio. Texas is on fire. Oh, oh, oh. Yo, she got. What type of porn turns you on, Ponce? Uh, what type of porn turned me on? Are you into midget porn? Are you into like orgies? Are you into like uh, just blowjobs, lesbians? Uh, What are the other things? There's like like, fetish. Do you have any fetish? No, I just like. Fat asses. I like. I like foreign women. Fuck yes, Alex. Okay, hell yeah. So fat ass, you got that. You know what I'm saying? Who's the new fat ass booty that you on right now? Because I haven't been on for a minute. New? I don't even know new. Hey, Rose Moreau. Listen, Rose Moreau. She's a. She's. Who's that? Oh god damn. Rose Monroe. I feel like I need to like look her up. Like, let's see the pic. I'm sure you have it in the current. You know. Wait, hold on. But let's. Rewind. Hold up, rewind. So let's get it. Rose Monroe. I think that's the shit. Don't that. think you fucking know that search motherfucking thing. She's in your that. fucking search history right I'm now. Just Don't saying, play me. Let me check that shit. We're friends that. now, Pots. I can yell at you if I want to. Uh, it, <laughs> but. I don't, like, for me, again, like I said, like, I don't I have any any knocks, anything, like, whatever. Like, I've just, I haven't done scenes. So, like, I'm into the podcast world. This is season two, or, you know, we're finishing up season two. And I haven't shot porn in, like, three, four years. So I don't know anybody current. All right. I appreciate it every fucking Rose big. Monroe. It's a, it's, it's she a Latina, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Why are you acting like I'm supposed to say? I mean, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. She that, you jerked she off got to her. That thing, thing. Oh, you're on X video. See, that this is how you really thing. get to know somebody. Who do you like steal your Google, porn from? Hey, Google. X videos. Like okay. This. He has no OnlyFans. I Googled her He's name. fucking taking free porn, Ponce. You hear that? <laughs> Yo. Oh, she's a big. She's Damn. okay. She looks. A little Latina. Mm, I like okay. a little thick, thick sound. Why so do I feel like she was been somebody else and she changed her name? She might. Have I'm telling like I, I don't, like I don't think she's nobody new. 
I swear she But I don't know. Me. But no, she's bad. Okay, you like Latina drugs. I love little foreign. Listen, if it ain't foreign, So do you foreign, have any, like, Puerto Rican in you? Like, what's with the De Leon thing? Is it actually your name? Like, you know, it has, like, you know, Puerto Rican meaning really behind it of, like, uh, you know. Yeah, I've never been to Puerto Rico. I'm Puerto Rican is why I'm asking. Oh, yeah? I'm Puerto Rican, German, Norwegian. Yes. So... So I'm a nice little mix. Ponce and, you know, de Leon is the Spanish conquistador. You know, know what I'm saying? So my mom don't look like me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? My dad black look just like him. Okay. My mom got all that other shit in her. You know what I'm saying? So what is ethnicity is your mother? Uh, she got like Spanish. She got Indian in her. You know what I'm saying? Okay. She's like literally a mix. All right. So uh, that's where the de Leon come from. You know what I'm saying? Uh, my, my brother's name. Uh, De Leon, DJ, Seville. My, my, my mom just, everything is. Throw it in there. It's French and something, a little Spanish, a little. I'm just saying, there has to be some meaning to it in some sorts. It means the lion. You, know what I'm you a lion? The lion, hell yeah, I got it tatted on my chest. You want that one? You want this one? What you want? Let me see. I'm going to take you my eyes closed. <laughs> Where we at? Oh, shit. What's this? This got to be something nasty. Flip it. What is it? Diamond. 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 What we it's got? a spicy question. Okay. Spicy. All right. What is the last? Let's see. No, I don't want that one. Mm. Have you ever used food during intimacy? Has everyone, anyone ever given you the grapefruit experience to put a grapefruit on your dick? No, I think I had I had ice on my dick before, and that shit felt like amazing. You liked it? Did it go in your booty hole? No, I ain't never had shit. <laughs> no, 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 I ain't never went there. Have you ever sat on a girl's face? No, I ain't never just shit my asshole. You never wanted it licked? No, but my, my homeboy used to do that shit. He's like, man, that shit feel good. I'm like, nigga, you weird. I know a lot of dudes like that shit, but I'm just like, eh. But I feel like a lot of guys get a misconception because of like the tabooness. It of just it. sound crazy. I mean, it, I mean, naturally, probably because it's like again that like the taboo stigma of what is put onto. But that's where like most like males like prostate it, huh? is where you have your G spot. So which is in and achieved mm. through your booty hole. So not saying to get fucked by your ass at all, but a tongue, maybe a little finger, ain't gonna hurt nobody. So you try to eat my ass. I'm not trying to do nothing, sir. I'm just telling you to open your mind. <laughs> Listen, open my your mind. mind. It's open. All right, I'm gonna open this shit up, but I ain't gonna open my ass up. Have you ever? <laughs> Fair enough. No one's asking you to. Have you ever dated somebody older? Hey, I mean, not dated, but yeah, fuck with you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Are no. you cut or uncut? The fuck does that even mean? Are you circumcised or are you not circumcised? <laughs> what do you think? I have no clue. That's why I'm asking the question. I've never you, seen your dick. He, both men have different dicks. What do most guys say? Most men, um, society-wise, are circumcised. So what do you think? I don't have an opinion. That's what I'm asking. I would say that you're uncircumcised. I'm uncircumcised? I, um, you're making me pick one or the other. You won't tell me. You're getting real quiet. I <laughs> want the truth! Why is that the most <laughs> Yo, hold on, thing that you How are you going to hit that shit truth? now? Yeah. I didn't know that shit was even there. Yeah, that's what you're welcome fuck? because this is my show and I run it the way the fuck I want to and the buttons when need to be pressed, they be pressed at the right time and that was it because why are you bullshitting? I was just asking question? a question. My bad. It was real simple. My bad. And yes, I was, correct. Was a, Circumcised. Yes, my bad. Oh, there we go. There we go. <laughs> my Don't bad. Fucking lying. I looked in your eyes and everything. My bad. <laughs> you got scared because I talked to you like a fucking... Yeah, yeah. You turned up. I'm like, I got to take another shot. Goddamn. Top five porn stars. All right, so we're going to go back to Rose Monroe. You know what I'm okay, saying? Yeah, I got to. Oh, yeah, I, I like that little foreign little thing. 
Tiana Trump just because she a little freak. I like nasty. Like we already accomplished freak. that. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to just throw you up there because you got the ass and we already accomplished that. That's in there. I like how he's you like, can't like, I like how he's <laughs> circumstantially throwing me in because I'm a, my podcast. No, no, Thank no, no, no. Thank you very much, Pond. No, because no, we already Thank accomplished you. the fact Thank that I. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. We've already accomplished the fact that I watched the Alexa Texas porn. This is true. But I'm just saying, though, when it comes to, you know what I'm saying, porn, like, a lot of porn is boring as shit. It might be the baddest chick ever, but if the sex so don't look would good. Would you have sex with a midget, yes or no? Hell no. I might kick that little motherfucker over. Wow. I Why? Nah. She's a woman. Why? I don't want to. What's she going to do? That's going to be. You throw her around. Nah. Turn it around. I like little chicks, but like a midget, she's probably going to scare five me. Five foot tall. If she's five foot tall? Yeah. That's not a midget. That's, that's fun not, size. I, I gave you an option after. I know that's not a midget. Oh, yeah. That's I'm fun size. Five foot tall is like. I love picking girls up. I'm picking you up. I'm going to fuck you around the so room. You're trying to be like Vin please. Diesel, like, you know, like the whole, yep. what was that movie? Um, uh, the one with the car, Fast and Furious. It's like, yeah. I masturbated Hell that yeah. scene a lot. I'm like a skinny nigga, but you know. You know what's funny <laughs> is like, I made that into my masturbation, what I did to women. When I started to fucking girls, I was like, I want to be like, I'm an alpha. I'm a bigger girl, obviously. So I always had to pick them up and felt like, I felt like I that's was that like, shit. like, yes, bitch. That's that bitch. The most fire part about it is a lot of girls either haven't been picked up like that and fucked. Or they ain't been fucked the right way when they've been That's picked true. up. That's true. Being a bigger girl, too, being picked up by a male, I'm always like, oh, don't do that. Because I don't want you to struggle. Because if you struggle, I'm never looking at you the But same. when they do I'm it, you like, bitch. damn. Exactly. And then I'm like, oh, I've definitely <laughs> masturbated to sometimes being picked up. Especially That's recently. It. Thanks for bringing that up again. Yeah. Listen, it used to, like I used to love hitting it from the back, but picking, picking a female up, fucking her, is like. But have you ever tried to pick up a girl and you couldn't pick her up and you struggled? I picked try to pick up a girl one time and got a cramp and fell down, fucked down. That shit was just as you, bad. You, drop, uh, you dropped her? We fell right back into the bed, picked her up, picked her back down. Have you ever <laughs> dropped a bitch trying to be cute? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> that side eye made me think shit. that it was real. I might have them over there. All right. So the last one is an ace of hearts, which is a romantic question. Do you consider yourself a romantic? Yeah, thousand percent. What is the most romantic thing you've ever done for a partner? The most romantic thing I ever did for my partner was taking my partner to Colombia and getting her whole mouth done. I was gonna say all this know. shit, all the teeth. You know what I'm saying? All the little teeth. So she had the little perfect little smile. You know what I'm saying? That million dollar smile, Doctor Mario. We talking about? That's what she got. She got that little million dollar smile. But guess what? She, she still right talk too much goddamn shit. No, she didn't leave. She just. You know, I shut a goddamn mouth, goddamn it. So at the end of the day, yeah. Why did you sound like, uh, what is that guy? Um, Who? <laughs> uh, what? Oh, oh fuck. What did I say? Damn it, it came to my head and left. What uh, was it? It's not iced tea. It's the little, like, um, the cartoon character dude. You're just like, it was. <laughs> I don't even like, know what I just did. But I'm going to. For me, it was like, for me, I, but the thing At is, the is time, like, okay, like it wasn't just like a money thing. It was like, all right, you know what I'm saying? I'm in, I'm in, I'm, I'm in this relationship with this female. Uh, she about to do uh, real estate. You know what I'm saying? She about to go full into this shit. I'm like, all right, the one thing I, you know, that you can that I can get. I'm not gonna buy you this and purses and all this shit. But all right, I can get you this this grill that's gonna make you for sure. You can make this money. You know what I'm saying? Anything good. But when it come down to like the end of the day, like. Loyalty should be treated with royalty at the end of the day, no matter what. But 
when you're treated with royalty and you don't respond the way you should respond and you simply not uh, uh, reciprocating the shit the same way, for me, once again, I'm a Capricorn. So for me, it's like, I'd rather cut you the fuck loose. I'd rather literally cut you the fuck loose, tie a fucking brick to your ankle and throw you in the sea than to keep on going back and forth and to stress myself the fuck out. Because I'll be so focused on what I got to do in life that, you know what I'm saying, it's just like, I go out my way for anybody. But if they don't reciprocate it the right way, it's just like, man. And that's real talk. I appreciate that. I mean, the thing is, is like sometimes it's some people you can throw something on the wall. It may not stick. But, you know, some people will appreciate it and some people don't. But you Straight you up. know accordingly, like, what that's going to do for you. If For the right female, you know. for the right female, someone to do something like that. For the right female, and not even to put money into it, you know what I'm saying? For the right, for, but for the right female, someone to spend a certain amount of money on you. Not even saying a certain amount of money to do something that's going to help you, that's going to change your life. You know what I'm saying? Your mouth, a grill, that's changed your life forever. But I think that men say that so easily. Like, like I understand it, and I think that the thought behind what you were trying to do was it was real. But then it's like, as soon as something is like whatever, like for me, I feel like that gift should come from you if you would do it, regardless of what the intention of what you guys would be from whatever, whatever. Because yeah, things did, because things didn't pan out, unfortunately, it's also too, like, you see people's true colors of what the money spent or whatever. But me, myself, because I'm, I'm always an overgiver, I have to, like, cut, know when to cut my losses of, like, if something's being not reciprocated in the sense of, like, it may not be monetarily, but because of what I thought that was so thoughtful to get you something, whatever, and you don't see that, then, okay, it's not, you're not the one. Yeah, it ain't and worth as, it. And that's how I look at this shit. You have to be like, like mind conscious in something that you know, um, you know, as an adult, you know, when you date whatever is like knowing when to cut it off when it's like it may not yeah, be yeah. the most toxic situation, right. but it's also not the right situation. So it's like that's you know what? Every right time there. some things have an expiration date, and unfortunately, that relationship didn't work out, and that's yeah, you know, yeah. here we are today. It didn't but work out. Now I'm no, on no, OnlyFans. No, no. You do not even have an OnlyFans. All right, let's not have one. Why I do you make porn it. like it's a bad thing? It ain't a bad thing. I like it was your I last resort. Fucking... Like, oh my God. Listen, poor me, I love poor porn. Me. Porn was a great thing for me. I love porn. porn. I love was porn a, stars. A something for me. Like, yes, do I get chastised to the day I will die? Listen. Probably because I can't take away that I did porn. But I will never have like uh, an ill will of why I ever did it. Porn is fire. I don't even understand why people People even like yourself as much as that you like you don't look think that it's bad or like judge me for doing it when you say in connotations the way that you do and like word levelly word it the way that you're saying it seems like it's like the last choice like oh but, but i could do this no listen where it's like for me it's I, like I lived there's a in, lot of entrepreneurs or whatever that can get money to whatever but not only everybody who opens their legs or put their legs and let your dick get sucked no, can listen, always validate i don't money. mean it like that i love the, the I, I i know so many people in the porn industry is retarded you know what i'm saying um I done fuck with so many, like, not I'm gonna say fuck with so many people, but I done fuck with, you know what I'm saying, a handful of people in the porn industry. I'm cool with people in the porn industry for the simple reason that, like, at the, for me, I look at that shit like it's a hustle. It's money. Facts. Like, I don't give a fuck about nothing else at the end of the day. I don't have kids, you know what I'm saying? I don't have school, I don't have a job. I'm none of that shit, you know what I'm saying? I wake up and it's either get money, what's who 50 said it? Get money or die trying, goddammit. Like, no, real shit. It's either, it's really get money or die trying. Like, that's my mentality. I wake the fuck up. I get to it, you know what I'm saying? I don't have anything that's holding me back, you know what I'm saying? Other than that Arizona weather that we had last week. Fuck that everything. He you know ghosted me. Uh, he didn't ghost me. He canceled on me. <laughs> but I'm back here, you know what I'm saying? 
No, like, but I feel you. But the thing is, is too, is like it's real life. Like I feel like a lot of people, as much as like how we are in our own things, like sometimes like if you aren't aware of like someone as a woman like myself talking about what I'm saying, you wouldn't be self-aware that that really does go on and like those things. Is because it's just knowledge. Knowledge is power. That's why we have a conversation. So if we sit down with strangers 100%. while we talk to people and we chop it up and we do whatever, you can agree, agree to disagree about a lot of situations, or you can be humbly together and like you know grow from that. So 100%. I appreciate that with everything being said. Thank you so much for coming on Private Talk and letting us get to know you a little bit more intimately. Thank you for having me. Is there anything you would like to ask Miss Texas before we go? Hmm. What do I want to ask? E. Let me ask you a couple of questions. First off, where's your favorite place to be? We talking about the traveling. Where is your favorite place to be? My favorite place to be? Um, you know, it's kind of crazy because I traveled so much for work that... Um, I took for granted a lot of places that you go and see visit like frequently, um, but I would say like favorite ultimately overall like I would say Australia like Australia Ooh. is ultimately one of my favorite places. I've always had a good time in any city that I went to. It was just the people are great. You know, it's, it's never been to Australia, but always want to go. Great place. Mm. What's your favorite place to have sex? At? My favorite sex ugh, favorite place to have sex in. Uh, I'm a balcony type of person if it's something that's like uh, like a kind of risque type things. I've done a lot of like crazy like voyeuristic type of things myself in my personal life as well, not just in, in my uh, like scene life. Um, <laughs> so I, I do like the thrill of uh, getting caught without getting caught. Uh, that kind of like uh, that, that heartbeat like that. that it gives I'm hot you. as hell, but I like that. Hey. <laughs> One more question. What you got for me? Favorite position. Favorite position. Let us know. Uh, Make it nasty. You know what? A lot of people would think it'd be doggy because that's just like typical, whatever. But for me, I would say cowgirl because I have the most control and I can always make him pop when I want. I think want I knew and that. They can't make him stop because it's just Miss Texas's ass. And it's I happens. think you need to make like a video for all porn stars on how to do that shit. The technique. The Texas, right way. The Texas technique. It's funny because like when not that I watch porn, I really don't because I can't get into it as much as like. I actually never watch porn. But I just like, feel like you're spying on people. But it's like I see certain clips of things, and I'm like, oh, I know you watched my porn if you did that. But, <laughs> hey, you're welcome. <laughs> All right, Private Talk, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure that you like Captain. and subscribe to this episode, this channel. I hope that you like what we're doing. And make sure you check out my guy, Ponce de Leon. Thank you. <laughs>